The Pacific Islands Forum leadership is claiming it's healed its divisions of recent years, but these assessments could be premature. The organization agreed to a number of demands from the Micronesia members to ensure they remain in the club, but one of these decisions in particular, namely the appointment of controversial former Nauru President Baron Wanga as a new Secretary General, could well unwind. Don Wiseman asked Dr Anna Poles of the Centre for Security and Defence Studies at Massey University whether the forum leadership had shot itself in the foot with the concessions made. Certainly under the Suva Agreement, which was agreed uh, upon by four of the Micronesian members at last year's forum meeting and then subsequently with Kiribati and the General Addendum, which was signed off on at the Special Leaders Retreat. And uh, there certainly are strong moves to address the concerns of the Micronesian members who, as we all will recall, all exited the, the forum last year. But the questions remain, though, because new um, institutions and mechanisms are being put in place. And, of course, the selection of a new Secretary General to replace the current Secretary General, Henry Puna, in 2024. And, and that choice is a controversial choice. Yes, well, it certainly is. Baron Wanga, well known, of course, to, to our listeners as the president for six years of Nauru, during which time he didn't cover himself with glory. I think he made a, a number of controversial moves. Well, exactly. I mean, there's, there's uh, allegations of, of bribery. There are questions around human rights with respect to uh, refugees who are in Nauru and, and treatment regarding journalists, of course, you know, perhaps most famously for, for New Zealand listeners, Barbara Drever. So there are certainly concerns that he is a divisive choice uh, and there are concerns that, you know, certainly during his leadership of Nauru, he didn't necessarily acquit himself that well. And and there are strong concerns about what the implications are for regionalism. The position of Secretary-General at the forum there have been some stellar people in that post over the last 20 years or so. The diplomats, Greg Irwin, Dame Meg, and Judge Naroni Slade. And Henry Puna, I think himself, has uh, acquitted himself well in the post. And I can't see Baron Wanga continuing that process. It seems to have become purely a political decision. And, and a lot of these other things as well. There's no, there's no emphasis on the merit. Well, the question of merit is, is certainly one that's worrying. And, you know, you, you mentioned a, a number of extraordinary leaders that we've had, not least, of course, with Dame Meg Taylor as well. And so there is some, there is a sense that this was an opportunity to have another woman. And there are certainly a number of very high profile highly competent women in the region who could lead the Pacific Islands Forum and a number of whom come from those Micronesian member states. So the question of merit is obviously one which is going to be very closely watched once Baron Wanga takes up the role of SG. But there are other mechanisms which are which are going to be implemented, a return to having two deputy secretary generals from each of the sub-regions. So when Baron Wanga, if he assumes the role of SG, and that doesn't necessarily seem to be absolutely definitive at this stage, despite the fact that it was stated in the special leaders' communique, which is quite unprecedented, but uh, 
Only last week, the president of the Federated States of Micronesia, David Panuelo, suggested that not all of the Micronesian leaders were across some of those issues which makes Baranwanga such a controversial character. And, and he seemed to suggest in his interview that the door was being left, to a, left ajar to, to reconsider the nomination. So that said, assuming that it is a, a confirmed choice, the two deputy secretary generals will hail from the two sub-regions of, of Melanesia and, and Polynesia. And so there is a return very much to ensuring sub-regional representation. There's a return to, as well, the importance of sub-regional organizations. And we see this through the creation of, of the Office of the Oceans Commissioner with the sub-regional office, the TIF sub-regional office in Micronesia, and a number of the other initiatives that are being put in place through the Suva Agreement and the, and the Denaral Addendum. Did Henry Puna get shafted here? Oh, look, it's, it's difficult to say what took place, but he had indicated not so long ago to Radio New Zealand that he was enjoying the role of Secretary General and, and would like another go at it, another crack at it, potentially. But there was also, you know, people were very aware for the Micronesian members to return to the forum that representation at the highest level was something that they were not bending on. So there may be other positions that he could potentially take up, such as, for instance, the Pacific Islands Forum is opening an office in Washington, D.C. So that may be a role that he could potentially assume. Let's presume that Baron Wanga uh, does take up this role. He is a very strong uh, advocate for deep sea mining. The current chair of the Pacific Islands Forum, Mark Brown from the Cook Islands, he's also very keen on the idea of deep sea mining. Yet the Pacific Islands Forum has been very much about keeping the ocean pristine. So how do you marry those two concepts? Well, this is where I think we may actually see a, a fissure, a, a fracture in, in regionalism in, in, the, in the years to come over the issue of deep sea mining. And we have a quite an unusual situation where we have the Secretary General in, in Baron Wanga, who is um, very pro deep sea mining, as you said, the PIF chair, Cook Island, also pro deep sea mining. There are two large deep sea mining exploration projects about to start in Nauru and, and in the Cook Islands this year. So it is something which is going to be of an enormous amount of concern because previously the Pacific Islands Forum uh, and certainly key members of it have been key proponents advocating very strongly against deep sea mining and the environmental impact of deep sea mining. So this is going to be potentially a, a very divisive issue. 